Thank you for listening to the Cathedral Church Podcast. We hope this resource inspires you and equips you to walk in everything that God has for you. Good morning and welcome to Cathedral and our series, House Church, From Our Living Room to Yours. We're living in unusual days. And I want to assure you that during this time, we are planning and launching multiple ways in which we can stay connected and minister to you and to your family. We'll communicate these different opportunities to you through the website, Facebook, emails, and texting. We're also going to provide daily devotions on the website and on Facebook so that you can continue to be fed and ministered to every day. We're going to take the congregation and we're going to break you out by zip code. And over each zip code, we're going to place elders and staff and deacons. And we're going to be calling you and your family to make sure that you're doing okay. During this challenging time, I want to encourage you to be faithful to God with your financial support. Please remember that you can give online, text to give, you can mail in your check, or you can drop by the church and drop off your tithes and your offerings. Sad to say that today is the new norm for the near future. We're live streaming to you and we'll continue to do that until the executive order addressing uh, social gatherings is lifted. But please know that we miss you and we're looking forward to the day, which will be a great celebration when we all come back together as a church family. We're gonna go back and revisit a message that I preached in 2019 because I believe this word is relevant and timely for now. But I wanna set this up and just share with you what led me to this decision. Back on March the 15th, 2019, Holy Spirit dealt with me concerning angelic assistance. Out of that prayer time came the series, Angels on Assignment, there were three parts. This last Thursday, uh, during the noon uh, fasting and prayer, as we were looking at Psalms 91, I came to that part that dealt with angels. And as I began to release that word to everyone, my spirit leaped within me. And I could tell the Holy Spirit was dealing with me about this word on angels for this time. Later that afternoon in a staff meeting, we were strategizing about the service today and what we were going to do and how we were going to do it. And I shared with the the staff that I really felt something when I was talking about angels and I was considering going back and, and, and dealing with angels on assignment again. And the staff agreed with me. They said, we feel the same thing. That afternoon, as I was driving home, I called Brother Kilpatrick And I said, Pastor, I just want to check on you and your church and just wanted to see how he was doing. And he asked me the question, what are you going to minister on Sunday? And I said, you know, I'm going to go back and I'm going to deal with angels on assignment again. He said, Randy, listen to me. I want you to share this word that I got in December of 2019. He said, I was sleeping one night and I woke up. And as soon as I woke up, Holy Spirit spoke to me and he said, John, there's a dark cloud coming over America and you need to tell my people the angels are coming. So that was confirmation to me that we are right on time with this message today. I think this is exactly what we need to deal with. 
So let me just share with you what we're gonna do today and next Sunday. Uh, I, I'm going to go back into the archives and I'm gonna pull out those three parts and I'm going to extract some key points that I wanna share with you. And we're gonna show you clips of those old messages but then I'm going to insert myself from time to time and I'm gonna make some personal comments addressing where we are right now in this year of 2020. So you need to know that there are two words for this season. First of all, my word in March, when Holy Spirit said to me, Randy, I want you to deal, I want you to consider angelic assistance. And then the word with John Kilpatrick in December when he said, tell my people the angels are coming. So for now, we're gonna go to our first clip on angels on assignment, and I'll be back in five minutes. But let me just remind you in Colossians chapter two, verse 18, the apostle said, do not let anyone who delights in false humility and the worship of angels disqualify you. While we do not pray to or worship angels, we would be foolish to ignore their presence and their purpose in our lives. So again, we do not pray to, nor do we worship angels, but we have to acknowledge that there are agents sent by God to minister to those, you and I, on planet Earth who will inherit salvation. This came about because while in prayer, Holy Spirit dealt with me here a few weeks ago concerning angelic assistance. Now, I believe that he dealt with me because we're living in a time when there is a clash between darkness and light, and we can sense there is an increase in spiritual warfare and angelic activity. The purpose of this message, this series, is one, to stimulate our awareness of their presence. Number two, to remind us of their purpose. And number three, to strengthen our working relationship with them. We need to know they're here. We need to understand their purpose. And we need to partner with them. Presence, purpose, and partnership. Because we work together on planet Earth to advance the kingdom of God. Hebrews chapter 1, verse 14, as you remember, reads, Are they not all ministering spirits sent forth to minister for those, that you and I, who will inherit salvation? So these angelic beings are sent to minister for those, for you and I, that are heirs of salvation. So they're here to minister with and for you, and they're here to assist you in your inheritance. And that's a truth that we have to grab this morning that as a child of God, you have an inheritance in the kingdom. And the angelic beings are sent to help you as you move into that inheritance, not only in the, in the uh, eternal sense, but also on planet earth. Listen, I'm very appreciative of all that God has in store for me in regards to eternity, but I wanna be a part of God's kingdom here and now. Not only the kingdom of heaven, but the kingdom of God. I want to move into God's kingdom here on planet earth, and I want to uh, step into my inheritance as a son of God. Romans 8 said, the whole earth is groaning, waiting for the sons of God to be revealed. I'm ready to step into my revelation, amen? I'm ready to step into my inheritance and be all that God has called me to be and to do everything that God's called me to do. The word minister there in Hebrews 1 
It means one who executes the commands of another. So you need to understand these angels are under commandment. They're under orders. And also know that the word angels in the Hebrew and Greek speaks about a deputy. Somebody has been deputized. They are the deputies of heaven that are sent to planet earth with heaven's authority to administrate his kingdom with you and I. So rather it's a public or a temple or a personal thing, whether it's in the marketplace or in your personal life or even here in this service, these angels are sent on assignment to execute heaven's command on planet earth. They are heaven's deputies. They're here with authority and you need to know that. So as individuals and as a corporate body, we must learn to minister with our assigned angels in order to accomplish the assignment given to us. We need all the help we can get, amen? How about you? I need all the help. Listen, I got enough to, I've got enough going on. I could use some help up in here. How about you? I could use some reinforcements. Who could use some reinforcements? Yeah, I'm fighting devils on every side. I could use a little reinforcements, amen? Yeah, 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 yeah. So we need angelic assistance. The angels are coming. That's the word that God gave Pastor John Kilpatrick, and it's a word that I'm holding on today. In the book of Exodus chapter 23 and verse 20, we read, Behold, I send an angel before you to keep you in the way and to bring you into the place which I have prepared for you. This is the promise that God gave to Israel. There are three points in there that I want you to see this morning. Number one, I believe God mobilized his angels before the CV-19 virus swept across the land. I believe that. He told Israel, I sent an angel before you. You have to know and believe that nothing caught God by surprise. And he mobilized his angels before this ever started. Number two, I believe as heaven's deputies, they have the delegated authority and assignment to keep you and me. God promised Israel, the angel that I'm gonna send out, the angel that I'm gonna mobilize for you, he's gonna keep you in the way. Right now, in these uncertain times, I want to encourage you with this word that God is in charge, God was not surprised, and God has an angel that can keep you and I through all circumstances. Number three, I believe they are preparing the church and the world for a great harvest. He said to Israel, this angel is going to go ahead of you. This angel is going to keep you, and he's going to bring you in to the place that I have prepared for you. I believe that God is going to take a bad situation and he's going to turn it around for our good. I believe these angels that have been deputized by God, delegated authority has been given to them. They're being mobilized and sent out and I believe they're getting ready for a great harvest of souls. I want to believe that as the whole world today is going through this dark time. I wanna believe that men's hearts are becoming tender and I wanna believe that God's spirit is gonna move and we're gonna see a great revival in our churches that creates a spiritual awakening in our streets that causes, that causes a great harvest of souls. In Matthew chapter 13 and verse 30, Jesus said, let both grow together until the harvest at that time, I will tell the harvesters, which are angels, 
First collect the weeds and tie them into bundles to be burned. Then gather the wheat and bring them into my barn. This scripture is talking about angels that gather. I remember the story of Paul Keith Davis. On October the 17th, 2003, he was ministering at Vineyard Christian Fellowship in Albany, Oregon. Now, his flight was running late. The service had already started, and, and Paul Keith Davis entered into the side of the sanctuary, and when he came in, he looked over to his right, and along the back of the sanctuary, standing all along the back, were angelic beings standing at attention like soldiers. He didn't see this in his mind or his spirit, but he saw it with his physical eyes. When he went up to the platform, he was so moved by what he saw, he asked God, what are these angels and what are they doing? He said, these are my angels that gather. And then he went to the scripture in Matthew 13 that I just read to you to bring confirmation to this experience that he had just had. The angels that gather. I believe that God has sent out his angels ahead of us. I believe that God's angels will keep us. And I believe that God's angels will help the church to reap a great harvest. So I want to encourage you, declare this over your home, declare this over your family, declare this over your city, declare this over your church, that the angels are coming. Let us go back into our message on angels on assignment. This is our second clip, and I'll be back in eight minutes. First of all, let's talk about ministering spirits. Hebrews 1.14 again, are they not all ministering spirits? Ministering there in the Greek means to render public service, to serve in the temple or to serve Christ. So you see public service, you see service within the house, and then personal, okay? There are three categories there, out in the world, marketplace, in this house, and then in your private world. The word minister means to execute, to be brought under a command, to execute the commands of another. So I want you to understand that when these deputies of heaven, these angels are released to planet earth, they come under commandment. They have marching orders. They've been given orders by God Almighty, Jehovah Shaboth, the God of the angel armies. They've been given orders and they come with an assignment. Say assignment. You got to get that. They've been assigned. They have orders. They've been assigned. You got to think in military terms. And so rather it's in the marketplace or within the temple or your personal life, they're under assignment, they're under commandment, and they're here to serve you and I. Now, I want to make this more real for you and personal, okay? So I need to personalize these angels. Although they're created beings and 99% of the time they're invisible, uh, you, need to, you need to understand them and, and, and make it a little bit more personal for you, okay? So let's go through this real quick. And there's, there's scripture references. I can't read them. You can do it later in your private study. They'll be on my notes on the website. Uh, you, can, you can also just view this again and they'll be on the screen and you're not gonna be able to keep up, so don't try. But just <laughs> personalize the facts about the angels. Number one, they're spirit beings, okay? That's why you can't always see them. Number two, but they can appear as humans. They come in human form. 
Number three, they possess emotions. So you need to know that they can feel. They have joy. Number four, they're intelligent. They are intelligent beings. Number five, they have a language of their own. They speak a language. Paul mentioned that in 1 Corinthians 13, though you speak with tongues of angels. They have a language. Number six, they possess great strength. Number seven, they can partake of food. It talks about manna, the food that angels eat. Number eight, they wear garments. Oftentimes, they'll be seen and they have on garments. Number nine, they have different ranks. Michael, the archangel, Gabriel, the messenger, and so forth. There's ranks within this, this military force, these deputies. Number 10, they're assigned to humans. They're here to serve you and I. And number 11, they have a longing. Now, I want you to notice that one. First Peter chapter 1, verse 12, even angels long to look into these things. When it deals with salvation and the kingdom of God and, and the moving of Holy Spirit and God's partnership with you and I on planet earth, we're here on planet earth to represent God's kingdom. The angels, even now, okay, even now, the Bible tells us that they peer into this moment with great longing to understand. They have a longing to understand you and I. And I point that out only to make the point that you need to understand that these angels long to be involved with you. They long to serve you. They long to help you fulfill your destiny on planet earth. Yeah, they long for this. It's in their, their, their longing, their heart. They long, they, they peer into these moments and they're like just ready, waiting with assignments. They're just waiting for you and I to activate them. They want to help you more than you want their help. See, I'm preaching way better than you're amening. We're going to start serving Red Bull at the door when you come in. We're going to fire you up. I've already had mine, can you tell? <laughs> Ephesians 4, 27, Paul said, Do not give place to the devil. You know the word place, spot, position, or territory, opportunity. We can't give up anything. Don't give up your family. Don't give up your business. Don't give up your church. Don't give up your city. Don't give up. Don't give up. The darkness is encroaching, but don't give up. Why would you give up? Don't give up the destiny that God has for your life, the purpose that God has for your life. Don't give up the opportunities that you have. Don't give place to the devil. Don't do it. Now, why do I mention that? Because angels have jurisdictional authority. And I just want to remind you of this real quick. We're going to move. Number one, they have territorial jurisdiction. We know from Scripture that they have territorial authority over, over territory, regions, and nations. We saw that with Daniel, the prince of Persia, that warred with Michael, the archangel. They have authority jurisdictional authority over a region. Number two, Revelation 1.20 tells us that they have authority over churches. I believe, especially churches like this one, that, that is an apostolic sender, and I, I don't have time to explain that to the guests, but when, when, you, when it's a church like this one that is committed to territorial transformation, that we're not here just to bless me and for more and no more, or have we used to say that, you know? Just when we, churches, a lot of churches are introverted. This church is not. We're looking out to change the territory, amen? We're not here just to bless me and, and, and for more or no more, or whatever that is. I don't, see, I, I'm not even good at that. I don't know. But see, it's just, we're here to, to reach our territory, amen? Yeah. 
And I believe when a church has that commitment, there are angels especially assigned to those kind of churches that are willing to do warfare in a community. Churches. Number three, we know that Matthew 18 talks about guardian angels, and so they have jurisdiction over individuals. So angels are over a nation, a region, church, or individuals. So you need to understand that, and you need to partner, okay, cooperate. You need to understand how these beings function so that we can help activate them over our region, our church, and our families. Okay. Because of the word salvation. He said in Hebrews 1.14, they're sent to help us, those of us that are engaging salvation, which means we are being delivered from the molestation of enemies. I'm tired of the enemy molesting my family. I position myself between hell and my children and my grandchildren, and I say, not here. I fight hell every day. You're not going to molest my babies. You're not going to molest my family. And so I'm trying to understand angelic beings and how I can activate them so they can deliver me from the molestation of the enemy. Remember, Hebrews 1.14, I'm going to inherit something. How many wants to get your inheritance on planet Earth? Now look, I'm all into this, just build my mansion on some hilltop. I'm all excited about, you know, I'm excited. (laughs) Hot tub and pools and all that. But look, I'm not only interested in what I'm going to get in eternity, I'm interested on my inheritance right now on planet Earth. I want to know what God has for me right now. I want my life to count for something. And I'm not talking about just accumulating stuff. I'm talking about opportunity, influence. I'm talking about authority. I'm talking about position. I'm talking about changing my world. I'm talking about fighting hell. I'm talking about making Beaumont better. I'm talking about doing something with my life on planet Earth while I still got time. I want my inheritance every bit of it. Amen? Okay, sit down, sit down, sit down. You're getting way too excited. We spoke about the angels are coming, but now let me talk to you for just a few minutes about angels that minister. You remember in Gethsemane, Jesus was under extreme pressure. And the Bible says in Luke 22, 43, then an angel appeared to him from heaven and strengthened him the angels of God that come to minister to you and I and to minister strength. During this time of extreme pressure, I believe that God has sent his angels to help you and I through these difficult days. In Job chapter four and verse 15, we read, then a spirit, not the spirit, a spirit passed before my face. The hair on my body stood up. I've been in services before where I have felt the presence of God. I have been in services and situations where I believed an angel walked into the room. And I remember years ago, uh, Pastor John Kilpatrick, when he was pastoring Brownsville Assembly of God in Pensacola, Florida, was en route to Phoenix, Arizona with one of his associates to attend Tommy Barnett's uh, pastor's conference. And Sister Kilpatrick, his wife, had uh, a doctor's appointment that day. And so he stopped uh, somewhere along the road in West Texas or New Mexico. And he stopped and to call on her, just check on her and see what the doctor's report was. 
Well, he got out of the car and he went into one of these old timey phone booths that you no longer see anymore on street corners. And he picked up the phone and put in a quarter and he called home and he said, well, Brenda, what's the report from the doctor? And she told him, I have a tumor and it has to be removed surgically. In that moment, the blood dropped out of Brother Kilpatrick's head, his knees buckled, and he almost passed out. But suddenly in that booth appeared a big man who grabbed him by his collar and picked him up and said to him, if you ever need me, I'll always be there. And then he let him go. And when he came to himself, he realized the man had disappeared. He couldn't see him anymore. I believe an angel of the Lord has stepped into that moment when Brother Kilpatrick was under extreme pressure and he came to strengthen him. So it appears to me that angels are agents of God sent to minister strength to you and I, the heirs of salvation. So today, I want you to know that the angels are coming and they're coming to minister strength to you. But there's one thing that you and I have to do. God can do his part and he can dispatch his angels. Those angels can come. They're sent to keep us. They're sent, they're sent to take us to the prepared place. They're sent to bring strength to us but there's something that you and I have to do, and that is we have to activate the angels. The Bible says in Hebrews chapter one and verse 14, that the angels of God are sent to minister to you and I that are heirs of salvation. That word minister means one who executes the commands of another. So again, these angels are deputies that are under authority, that have been given delegated authority, and that have an assignment to minister unto you and I, to strengthen us and to help us during this very challenging time. But Psalms chapter 103 and verse 20 reads, bless the Lord, you his angels, who excel in strength, who do his word, heeding the voice of his word. You have to know that these angels are under assignment. They're under command and orders, and they heed the word of the Lord. So know this, angels are activated when we by faith declare and decree God's word, releasing them to their purpose on planet earth. Our angels are just waiting for us to activate them so that they can engage and get involved in what God is doing right now on planet earth. We've taught for years that God does nothing but an answer to prayer through the church of the Lord Jesus. So again, these angels are just waiting for you to activate them by declaring the word of the Lord. And Daniel chapter 10 and verse 12, then he continued, the angel said, do not be afraid, Daniel, since the first day that you set your mind to gain understanding and to humble yourself before God, your words were heard and I have come in response to them. The angel of the Lord heard the words of Daniel. He was released. He came in response to what Daniel was saying. 
you have to know this, that when we begin to declare the word of the Lord, when we begin to acknowledge the presence of angels, we don't pray to them, we don't worship them, but we acknowledge their presence and their purpose on planet earth. And when we begin to do that, we activate them and we release them to get involved in the affairs of men. So I just want to awaken your sense of angelic beings. I want to help you understand their presence and their purpose. And I want to challenge you to activate them in these critical moments when we so desperately need them to go before us, to keep us in our way, to take us to the place where God needs us to be, and then to minister to us strength so we can endure these challenging times. But it all depends on the activation of your mouth, the words of your mouth that declare the word of the Lord and release those angels to do what they've been commissioned to do. Know this, idle words equals idle angels. And it's time for our angels to be activated. And concluding today, I wanna pray for you. I just, I wanna pray a simple prayer that God, first of all, would give you hope by you hearing those words. The angels are coming. I wanna pray over you strength because the ministering spirits are here to strengthen you and to help you. And I want to challenge you to activate those angelic beings that have been commissioned that have been given delegated authority, that are under orders by heaven itself to serve you, to minister to you, to minister for you, and to intercede in this moment and to help us during these challenging times. I pray that for you and your family in Christ's name. God bless you until next week. Thank you for listening to the Cathedral Church Podcast. For more information about our church, visit icathedral.org.